Hey Boilermakers, this is season three of the Success Express. I'm Jordan Ingram and I'm so glad you're listening in. Each episode, we discuss all the questions we have as students and job seekers. We're talking about job interviews, internships, networking, career fairs, and how to put your best foot forward. We're not only tackling the hard questions, but we're here to encourage you to make the most out of your college experience. Our guests share advice, personal experience, lessons learned, and so much more. It's all here and it's all happening right now. All aboard the Success Express. Today's guest is Stephen Roach. Stephen is a career services consultant here at the CCO. With spring career fairs just around the corner, it's a great time to perfect your resume. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how to create a strong resume that can best display your involvement, skills, and experiences. We'll also be learning what to do in order to create your first resume, including the resources that Purdue provides and what to do if you have limited experience and involvement. Finally, Stephen will be breaking down what recruiters are looking for in resumes and how to best make your resume stand out. Everyone from seniors looking for their first job after college to freshmen constructing their first resumes can take away something from this episode. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Stephen. Well, welcome, Stephen. How are you today? I am doing just fine. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for coming on. I think this is such an important time for people to be working on their resumes because it's crazy, but like career fair season is upon us again. <laughs> it is. It, it always gets bigger every year, and this year uh, seems to be that it's going to be the biggest and busiest spring career fair season yet. Which is just amazing. Purdue offers so many different opportunities for us, which I think we're all so thankful for. So before we go into resumes, how about you kind of just describe a little bit about yourself, um, what you do here at the CCO? Uh, yeah, so uh, my role here at the Center for Career Opportunities is basically focused on working directly with students as a career services consultant. Uh, that's half of my job, and that half really uh, focuses on uh, one-on-one involvement in uh, counseling and coaching situations, so if students are, are really kind of thinking about changing their major, or they're not really sure what they want to do with their educational uh, preparation here at Purdue after they graduate, that's a uh, a big conversation that we can have. Of course, I also work with students on things like job search strategies, offer evaluation and negotiation, and um, document reviews like uh, cover letters, uh, resumes, and, and uh, graduate uh, student personal statements uh, for graduate applications. Uh, the other half of my job is working directly with employers uh, who come here to recruit at Purdue. Um, these employers range from very small, single person, two people, uh, startup companies to very large multinational global corporations um, who are in 150 different countries. Um, and so my work there is really focused on helping them connect with uh, their audience, which would be students here on campus, to successfully recruit them. Wow. That's just so cool that you both work with the students and preparing them and then also preparing the businesses that are coming here and pretty much you're like you bridge the gap pretty much between the two. Yeah, I'm able to take information from the employers and use that uh, to work with students, uh, but then I can do the inverse and I can take the information that I learned from students and share that with employers. And so it helps to really inform the practice and to bring the two groups together. Uh, because sometimes, and as students, you may know this, some employers uh, just don't do a very good job of connecting with you all. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes students just don't know how to connect with employers. Yeah. Very true. 
Well, let's just jump in um, specifically on resumes. When a student comes to your office not really knowing where to start with the resume, what are some of the key characteristics you say that they should have and like how they should go about writing a resume or actually producing it? Well, one of the first things that I'll work with students on, especially if they're coming to me with without a resume or a resume that maybe they started in high school or, or different things like that, is I really kind of want them to think about what the end goal is. Um, if they have something in mind that they want to accomplish with that resume, then we can really start to build a document that's going to help them to achieve that goal. If I ask that question, you know, what kind of goal do you have in mind? What do you want to use this document for? And they can't answer that question. That's totally fine, right? That leads to another conversation where we start to identify some of those things that they would like to see. But once we have that conversation, it really kind of steps into the next space, which is let's actually look at some examples. Let's take the CCO handbook, which is a great publication. Yes. It's mm -hmm. on our website. I <laughs> highly encourage you to download it or come in and pick up a copy. But there's almost a little less than a dozen resume examples in the CCO handbook that students can really kind of just take some time to look at. One of the things that I encourage them to do when they're doing this is to not really focus on the content that's being shared. Uh, most of these resumes uh, were samples that we took from uh, students in the past who uh, had really had a lot of time to polish their resumes and build their skills over their time here at Purdue. Most of these people were seniors. Um, and as a first-year student, uh, looking at something like that, it can be super intimidating. Yeah. Right? You read all that content and see how they've built all this experience, and one of the first thoughts that a younger student may have is, I don't have any of that. Mm -hmm. And that can become pretty discouraging. But what I encourage them to do is really just look at how it's laid out. Look at how it's built, right? And for them to realize that they do have some experiences that are going to be extremely relevant, we're just going to have to identify those together and talk about how we can incorporate that information into a document. Mm -hmm. So when a student comes in with like high school experience or smaller jobs, what are your suggestions? Like, is there a rule for how long they should have this on their resume? Or are there certain tips you have of describing these jobs in a way that might be more appealing to employers? Well, that's the thing with resumes. There, there are some rules. However, when it comes to rules that are like set in stone, that's kind of difficult to identify. Uh, and the reason for that is we could ask every single person at Purdue what they think about a resume or how it should look, and everybody's going to have a different answer. Everybody's going to have a different opinion. So one thing that I'll work with students on, especially around some of these jobs that they may consider smaller or not quite as impactful, or you know those experiences that they had in high school, uh, I encourage them to think about where they're at in their current studies. If they're a first-year student here at Purdue and they've got a ton of experiences from high school, especially around leadership, or maybe even some technical experiences that kind of align with the field that they're in now, talk about them. Don't be afraid to put that information on your resume. However, as you spend more time here at Purdue, as you continue to do things, as you continue to learn, you are going to gain experiences that begin to surpass the things that you've done in the past. Mm -hmm. And so it's important for those students to really think about those experiences, especially as they gain them, and to think about how it is supplanting those things from the past. And then to not be afraid to change their resume. It's a living document. They need to be flexible with how they curate that information. But kind of a, a general rule of thumb here is uh, the idea is once you've completed your first year here at Purdue, 
that you've probably gained some experiences that are going to start pushing off those experiences mm-hmm. from high school. Yeah. I loved how you said it was a living document, though. It's something that should be edited and revised as maybe your goals are changing, but also as your experiences are changing going through college. Yeah, I mean, we're all human beings, and we're always gaining new information, always gaining new experiences. And so it's thinking about how we take that information and put that information onto something like our resume so that we can share that with our audience, right? People who may give us an internship or a full-time job, they don't know what you don't tell them. Mm-hmm. And they may not take the time to ask you more questions about it, especially if they've got a couple of hundred other people who are applying for the same type of position who have explained their experiences more clearly. Yeah. So going off of the recruiters, sifting through resumes and stuff, what are your suggestions for students so their resumes pretty much can stand out in the end? Sure. Well, it kind of comes back to a question that I think is pretty similar here, and that's, you know, what are companies looking for on a resume? Yeah. Um, Well, we do have some data on this, and it comes from the National Association of Colleges and Employers. What we know from that information, and pretty consistently over the past, like, two or three years, is that employers are really kind of looking for some skills that are going to be common across all industries, all fields. doesn't matter. Specifically, they're looking for uh, kind of the top three skills, including communication, teamwork and problem solving and so if we go back to those high school experiences right (laughs) even if it's like a babysitting job right or you're working a taco bell or something like that if you've ever had to solve a problem while working with other people and then tell other people about how you've solved that problem you have demonstrated your abilities in those top three skills that are being sought by employers across all fields Mm. right and the same goes for class projects If you work on a project in class and you're working with other people, you are demonstrating those top three skills. Mm -hmm. Many students don't think that they can include their academic uh, projects on their resume. However, it's extremely important. Right now, as a student, your full-time job is to be a student. And so these employers understand where you're coming from. And that classwork is how you are demonstrating the skills that are important to the field that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And I loved how you highlighted class projects. I feel like that's something that, being even myself as a student, I forget that um, although it wasn't a job or something I had for a long time, same thing. You had leadership skills. You had those other important things that recruiters are looking for. And yes, being a student is our full-time job, so why not include it as experience? Well, and once, and I found this through my practice, is, you know, once students realize that they can include that information on their resume, it's like a light bulb clicking on. Because uh, even if we're talking, you know, first-year engineering students, they get through that first semester and they're thinking about their experience that they've had so far, you know, being here at Purdue, and they're looking at all these upcoming recruiting events like the co-op fair or expo, and they're still thinking, you know, I haven't had the opportunity yet to get an internship in the field that I'm in, so I can't really demonstrate my abilities to these people who could potentially give me an internship, and they feel like they're caught in a catch-22, right? I can't get experience because I don't have experience, and since I don't have experience, I can't get experience. Mm -hmm. That's wrong, right? Just flat out, you are gaining experience. It's in the classroom. It's with these student groups. It's when you're doing those top three things, like solving a problem with other people and then talking about it or writing about it to other people. Mm -hmm. Very true. 
So I know we already discussed the handbook and usefulness that could provide for students, but what other um, resources do Purdue provide pretty much for students to strengthen their resumes? Well, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's quite a bit out there uh, that can be extremely useful to you. The handbook is the resume Bible. Uh, we'll just put it that way. And then from there, you can take that information and really use it as a foundation to build out into these other tools. One tool in particular is called VMOC. That's V uh, as in very M-O-C-K. And, and this is available to all students right now, regardless of you know where they're at in their studies. Now you can log in with your boiler key and access it at www.vmoc.com slash Purdue. Once there, you can upload your resume as PDF. Once it's uploaded, it'll actually uh, analyze your resume in real time. It takes about 20 seconds and give you feedback on every single bullet in your resume. Uh, it'll analyze <laughs> verbs. I mean, it, it does it all. Uh, and it'll actually compare it to the community that you're a part of, which is you know, Purdue University. That's just one tool. It's a very exciting tool. Another tool that we have access to and, and that you have access to as a student right now is UpKey. Uh, UpKey is uh, a really unique tool that, that actually will help you develop your resume from nothing. So if you're sitting here listening to this podcast and you don't have a resume right now, that's not a big deal. Um, you can use UpKey to build this resume uh, and be ready to go. At the end of the process, actually, it'll let you export it as a PDF, which is great because then you can start using it right away. UpKey can be found at www.upkey.com Purdue. And uh, both of these tools used in conjunction are fantastic. Yeah. What about just some like technical things that I've heard other students talk about? What about templates? Because mm. I've heard before that some professors are living by the templates yeah. and others are like, don't use a template because then yours looks like everyone else's. Mm -hmm. And same with color. I've heard mm -hmm. some people, you don't want to use color that's unprofessional. And other mm. people are like, add some in there, make you stand out kind of thing. Uh, I'm going to start with the color question. Yeah. Um, before I came to Purdue, I was at the University of Illinois. Uh, I worked primarily with advertising students. Mm -hmm. And I saw some really creative resumes that used all kinds of color and just, they looked really nice. I mean, these are advertising students. They wanted to show off their design skills. Coming to Purdue, it was a shift to more of a traditional format for a resume. And there was really kind of a push to just use black text. My thought on this, though, and this is a personal opinion, is if you want to use color, use it. However, be careful and use dark colors. And I say this because if they actually print the resume and use it in some capacity for their recruitment efforts, if you've used a lighter color and they print it, they're not going to print it in color. They're going to print it in grayscale or black and white. That lighter color is not going to show up. And if they can't read it, they won't read it. And so if you're going to use color, be sure to use dark color, but don't use a ton of colors, right? If mm -hmm. your resume looks like the rainbow, <laughs> it's going to be distracting. Uh -huh. So you do want to have them focused on the information that you're sharing rather than a whimsical design. But yeah, get creative. I, I totally think you should be. Now, the other side of this with templates. Mm -hmm. There are some professors who are like, yes, stick to the template. If that is what they are saying needs to be done for you to get the points in some type of an assignment, use their template. However, beyond that assignment, you should not use a template. And the reason for that is 
they are extremely restrictive. It is very difficult for you to move things around effectively on the page and to actually use the space that's available to you on the page because of how they're typically formatted. You might have big blocks of just white space where you can't really put anything because of the way that it's formatted. And if that's the case, you're wasting that space because you have the experience that you can share with them, but you're not because you want a resume that looks cool. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not going to serve you well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, do you have any additional comments that you would like to add that we haven't discussed about? Yeah, you know, I, I think that one thing that I have seen quite a bit on this campus and, and in general is really the pressure that students will place on themselves to succeed and to go out and get the internship that's a dream internship. We know that, you know, one of the top strengths here at Purdue from, from the My Strengths uh, is Achiever. And it's apparent, especially when you go and you talk to students all day long. Uh, the reason that I bring this up is um, I want you to consider being a little bit nicer to yourselves. It's okay if it doesn't work out, um, you know, and you don't get that dream internship. You should definitely keep applying and keep working towards, you know, an internship. But it's important for you to realize that the small experiences that you have let you gain skills and abilities uh, that are going to be useful for the next experience, right? So even if it's sweeping floors at a hotel, you can roll that into the next experience and then roll that experience into the next one. And eventually, if you continue doing that, you will end up finding uh, the place that you fit. Um, So be nice to yourself, especially going through the season. And remember, if you need help, you want to talk to somebody, especially when it comes to your career development, connect with us here at the CCO. Uh, We'll be more than happy to help you through this. Awesome. Well, we have one more question that we ask all of our guests, which is, what is a time in your undergraduate or maybe even recently that you have failed? And what did you learn from this and how did you grow? Um, So I I will go back to uh, my undergraduate experience uh, and share, you know, just a little information about this. I, in my undergraduate time, uh, obtained a a bachelor's of arts in in history from a very small liberal arts uh, institution in Kentucky. And I graduated in May of 2008, and I failed to take advantage of the career services that were offered to me uh, at this institution. Well, in September of 2008, the financial crisis happened, and for about four years, I worked in positions that didn't require any type of education at all, Mm -hmm. and I was really just kind of in survival mode. Um, Sometimes I I wonder if I would have taken a little bit more time to develop things like a stronger resume or identify goals uh, that I could have worked towards that maybe that time would have been used a little bit more effectively. Uh, But I also value the lessons that I learned through that time, and especially how it helped me to identify my drive to help other people, which ultimately brought me here. Which is great. The thing that you feel like you lacked, you're now here at Purdue providing those services for other students. It was a big driving reason behind my choice to, to get into this field. Which is awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. (laughs) Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. Hey, Boilermakers, would you be willing to do us a favor? If you enjoyed today's show, could you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I promise it'll only take a quick second, and your review will help iTunes recommend our show to other listeners. 
Again, I can't say enough of how grateful we are for your support. I would also like to invite you to join the CCO's Instagram community. Give us a follow at Purdue CCO and stay up to date on all upcoming workshops, events, and career fairs. And of course, you could also find us on Facebook and Twitter. As always, feel free to stop by the CCO and meet with one of our consultants to discuss your resume and interview skills. You could also schedule free appointments to meet one-on-one -on -one with the career counselor. We're located in Young Hall and are open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's all we have for today. I'm Jordan Ingram, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Success Express.